on this episode of Why Watch That. The times that we're living in are just so, there's so much happening. It's just politically, socially, health-wise. I mean, it's so many things happening. And what I'm seeing from Sundance are like this two polar opposite experience. And I feel like Together Together really is driving us more toward hopeful, lighthearted, just, it's not stressful to watch. The writing is just good enough. And the cast led by Barry with Callum, they are good. And Barry in this role, you believe him all the way as a loner assassin who can't remember? Mm -hmm. Yes. He can literally close himself off from the world. Close it, because it's glass, like, you know, glass doors and things like that. But he can bring the wood and just close to hide himself. Why? Interesting, interesting. Who is this guy? Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why, Why Watch, Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and businesses well. You know, Critic, I got mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh-oh. in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek? Ooh, ooh, ooh. When was the last time we had all these movie sneak peeks? I know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Mm. Well, we've got uno, due, tre, un, deux, trois, one, two, three sneak peeks. You sound like the, the Muppet Vampire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 that one? Yes. A one. Uh, uh, uh. Well, We've got three for you, and it is exciting because we've snuck around in diff- on different different platforms and different ways to sneak around with this one, and most of these will be available to you if you want to venture out. Mm-hmm. One here and there may be available digitally or on demand, so you have to figure out what it is you're going to do. We will supply the info. You will supply your money. <laughs> to in in whatever way. Let's first start with trigger point. Mm. Now that's that's just sounds interesting. Yeah, it is coming to us in theaters already, and on Friday the twenty third on demand. So you have to go and watch it out. If you don't want to go out, you know you don't have to. But you know the critics saw this, so he'll let you know if this is something worth venturing out to see. A lot of people getting vaccinated, you know, so it's time to get back into the theater, but you still have to wear your masks. So 
what's the trade-off with that? Mm-hmm. This is coming to us from Brad Turner, the director, and it's written by Michael Vickerman. Barry Pepper is yeah. starring in this. You um, mentioned before taping, what? You know, where has he been? <laughs> He's here. He's right here. And Colin Fiore is also in this. Now, we love Colin because we see him quite often in things. Yes. Uh, Laura Vanderhoek Vort mm-hmm. is also in it, along with some other people that you may recognize or not. Uh, but the big thing is, you know, Barry Pepper is back. Yeah. Do we do we want to be back with Barry Pepper? Well, That's the question. You know, Barry Pepper is playing a guy who doesn't want to be found. And when you see his house, you might go, oh, I want a house like that. Oh. You know, he's living in an idyllic town, you know, a small town. You know, they have a nice little place where he can always go and get a nice meal. And, you know, the waitress there chats him up. He doesn't say much, but he enjoys the chatting. He has a there's a local bookstore. He goes in there, gets books. And, you know, the the owner of the shop, she and, and he, you know, they have a nice conversation. He fixes her little coffee pot. It's that kind of thing. But in his house, he has a secret compartment of every kind of gun you could imagine. Oh, and in his house, he can literally close himself off from the world, close it because it's glass, like, you know, glass doors and things like that. But he can bring the wood and just close to hide himself. Why? Interesting. Interesting. Who is this guy? So someone comes and finds him. And that someone is Colum Fior's character. What does he want? And does Nicholas, played by Barry, want to be found? No. So how can they actually get to this guy? He is someone you can't sneak up on. Trigger point is the title. Now, Colm comes to him and says, some of your colleagues, former colleagues, are all dead. Former colleagues? Mm -hmm. Okay. And we need to get down to the bottom of this. Someone close to me is missing. I won't tell you what that means. Help me. And you better do it because what happened in your past, you might be culpable. Now we find out that Nicholas, he can't remember this past event. He's getting flashes of it though. Does he know the truth? So of course he goes along with Colum's character and that takes him down a rabbit hole, my friends, because there is somebody out there who's very bad and supposedly Nicholas knows, might know where this person is, if he can remember. And is this person out to get Nicholas? Because everybody else is dead. So they got to get this information out of Nicholas as well. Now, once Nicholas gets together with Colum's character, it's like, you know, a John Wick kind of thing. You have all yeah, these people. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you know where to go to get, you know, certain things that you need. But in the end, who's left standing? And what's really the truth? Does Nicholas ever remember correctly? So with that said, this is what I would say. This is what I was thinking about. Shooter. That's the movie I was thinking about. Shooter. But this is Shooter with a much lower budget. However, (laughs) it has a clearer, less ridiculous execution. Now, I will have to say the climactic scene is clumsy. I was like, come on, y'all, with this climax. Come on now. But... The writing is just good enough. And the cast led by Barry with Callum, 
they are good. And Barry in this role, you believe him all the way. As a loner assassin who can't remember, mm-hmm. yes. And that makes up for the simple production values. So I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Would I go to a movie theater to see it? No, I wouldn't. But look, if you're interested in anything like this, I would say check it out in some form because it's just good. It's fun. And my question is, are they going to have a sequel? Mm. All right. Let's move on to Limbo, which is also coming to us soon. And this is what you can check out in the theater as well. But that's the only way right now. And it is coming to uh, uh, on the 23rd. It is starring or well, well, first it's written and directed by Ben Sherrock. So he wrote it, directed it, and it has a cast that I think you're going to have to explain because some of these people I've never really come across um, with. So I'm going to let you have it. What? Why? Don't keep us in limbo with limbo. (laughs) Yes. So this is this is what it's about. We have Omar and Omar is played by Amir El Masri and Omar is an injured musician. So there's a specific instrument that he plays and um, he has an injury that prevents him from playing it. And along with that, he has left Syria to go to Great Britain. And why? Right. That's the question. Now, he's a refugee, so he's seeking asylum and he expected to go to London, but he ended up not in London, but way out in a Scottish island. Way out. What's that about? Now, he tries to contact his parents every now and then. He talks to his mother and there are family issues. His older brother is still in Syria fighting in the war. Okay, Omar left. Why? What's going on with that? Now, his mother tries to shield him from the family issues. uh, And his mom and dad did leave Syria as well. So brother stayed. Mom and dad are now in Istanbul. But how's that going for them? Right. Also, no one has heard from his brother in quite a while. Hmm. So, okay. so Omar left his family. He's at this remote Scottish island and he's seeking asylum again. Uh, And he's also there with a lot of other single men who are seeking asylum as well. And they're from various parts of the globe. Now, the whole thing, though, is if you're there seeking asylum, you can't work. So you're uh, you get a certain stipend, things like that to pay whatever bills you need to pay, get food. But is that enough? And he can't send money back to his parents. So all of this is a problem. Now, all of these men who are seeking asylum, they attend classes and supposedly these classes are going to help them assimilate into this society. Now, this is complete ridiculousness, I've got to say. I mean, in the opening scene, it depicts a lesson on whether a smile from a woman is an invitation for a whole lot more or not. Okay, this is the kind of thing we're dealing with. Also, a question is what happens if you're actually granted asylum, right? Or not? And will Omar ever play that instrument that's always by his side again? Or is it too much of a burden? There might be something more going on than just his injury. Does it remind him too much of his family and what he's left behind? Now, for the review, you have like a four, three aspect ratio. So it's boxed in. So much of the open uh, space, you have a lot of open space because it's in Scotland, way out. 
but it's trapped. You can see what's going on with Omar that way. So in, uh, in addition to that, the aesthetic, everything is dated. So you kind of like, is this now? When is this? It's not a period piece, but that's an interesting uh, uh, choice that they made here. And this is what I would say. If you are an adventurous viewer, then Limbo will give you an inkling of how something so serious, like I described, can also be quite absurd, okay? At times, especially early on, it's almost like, and stick with me here, what Napoleon Dynamite would be if it had dramatic elements that you'd find in an indie movie. That's, <laughs> I know, I know. But if you were to watch this, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the first part does he deal with tots <laughs> not tots literally but it's like that, that <laughs> lesson i said like you know if a, if a woman smiles is it an invitation you know to go for it's like crazy stuff oh and then teaching these guys you know so okay and i understood in that part what they were going for from an intellectual standpoint but it didn't quite click for me yeah. as it progressed though it homes in on the loneliness and desperation experienced by refugees as they carry their past into an uncertain future. And they did that without overdoing it. And that worked better for me. Now it could be shorter, but it does have a vision that I think that indie lovers will appreciate despite that bifurcated thing. Everyone else though, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, there you have that. Uh, that'll be out in theaters right now. That's the only way you're gonna be able to see it on the 23rd. It's the 30th, April 30th. Oh, April 30th. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Another why watch that sneak peek. Yes, two togethers in the title. And it is written and directed by Nicole Beckwith. It stars Ed Helms. Yes, The Office and so on. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Patty Harrison, Rosalind Chow, Anna Conkle shows up. Evan Jonakite shows up. We got Tig Nataro in an interesting role for Tig and Nora Dunn as well. I was like, go ahead, Tig, you go ahead and, you know, give them some advice. And don't forget Julio Ter uh, Torres. Well, like, <laughs> So all of them and more are in Together Together. The ref got a chance to see this at Sundance. I saw a bit of it. I didn't see the whole thing. So the ref's going to tell us all about it and tell us how it fits into really what's shaping as our current time in film. Where does Together Together fit? So Ref, take it away. Well, we have Matt, who's played by Ed Helms. He is a mid-40s man, white, straight, and he is an app developer of the app Loner, <laughs> which is like Tinder, except just baby people stalking. Like, oh, I'd like to know more about this person. And so... Not only is that app appropriate, but it's also appropriate for Matt's life because he has decided that he's not going to wait for the right one anymore. He's not going to wait to fall. He wants to have a child and he will have a child and he's going to donate his sperm. He's going to find an egg donor and he needs surrogate. He needs someone to carry this child in walks Anna into his life and she is a 20 something year old you know girl who has a past she is let's just say familiar with this with carrying 
a child and she is looking to further her future. So this is advantageous for her to be a surrogate for Matt. And she's clinical. She's ready to go. Let's get it going. And Matt is a little bit more, he pries <laughs> and he wants to know more. And he wants to be, uh, you know, in the birthing process. The mm. whole, the whole, from all the way from the beginning to the end. Now, Matt finds that having Anna in his life is not only going to expand his social schedule and calendar, but it also expands what he wasn't expecting, and that is friendship. But the question is, does Anna want the same thing? Because she's ready for this baby to be born and ready to move on. And so you find that these two have to reconcile what they are. Because usually with a surrogate, you know, there's sometimes they're around, sometimes they're not around. They're a man and a woman. And are they together together? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Or are they just there for the transaction? And that's what this film explores. I mean, that's basically the plot with, you know, you could, yeah. they, and you, and it's like a situational, I mean, this could totally be a situational comedy, 100%. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's, uh, the director called it, she said that we've created, no, I'm sorry, the, um, the, the uh, person to do the Q&A. So they, mm. that this director has created a new genre. It's not rom-com, because it's not a romantic comedy, because it explores true platonic exchange what does that look like especially when you're going through a major life changing event yeah so that's the gist of the plot here's what i have to say about it i am putting together together up there with the experience that i had with coda it was an absolutely charming film that had it was politely funny i had literal laugh out loud moments there were plenty of moments where i was just it's understated comedy it's a feel-good movie it feels good and the chemistry of both ed and patty were fire and all the cameos tig coming in as the the psychologist you know all the other folks who are coming in doing their jobs, Nora Dunn coming in, doing some hilarious work, Sufe Bradshaw coming mm-hmm. in, doing her funny technician work. You know, yeah. all, everybody was appropriately placed to provide the story with heart and with a bit of laughter and lightness to it. Now, because Patty is a strong character, I was a little nervous that they were going to go into more of a political uh, direction, you know, uh, strong feminist feminism and, you know, that kind of exchange. And I thought the writer director did a beautiful job of balancing real life funny moments with new ideas and new ways of love, new ways of talking about true, deep, passionate love that doesn't always lean more towards the romantic. This is a movie to be honest, listeners, that I would watch again. I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Now I'm going to go back to, and it was well shot and well written. I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about it. It just was a pleasure. I'm going to go back to what you asked, um, like where does this fit in, mm-hmm. this movie? We talked offline, the critic and I, about the times that we're living in are just so, there's so much happening. It's just politically, socially, health-wise. I mean, it's so many things happening. And 
what I'm seeing from Sundance are like this two polar opposite experience. And I feel like Together Together really is driving us more toward the Coda land, the Troop Zero land, the hopeful, lighthearted, just it's not stressful to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not stressed. I don't feel like I have to figure everything out. The landing stuck. It was a beautiful landing that left open questions, but also just enough to not terrorize you and to torture you. You know, like some movies <laughs> do sometimes. It just, there was no stress. It felt really good to get those endorphins going in my body. And I think that's the reason why you watch Together Together. If I were you listeners, if any of that ap- appeals to you, just what I, if you liked Coda, if you're seeing this at this time, or you like Troop Zero, or if you like any rom-com movie, but with a twist, especially you got the, the comedy of being pregnant and birth. I mean, that's always going to be funny at some point. I really think that this is a, I think you should try it, give it a whirl. It's a, it is a Friday night. It's a Saturday day. It's a Sunday day. It's a Sunday night. Bring the kids in. There's like a couple F-bombs maybe, but if they can tolerate it, it really is a a movie for everybody. Um, Will your significant other who doesn't like rom-coms like it? Maybe not, but it's tolerable. It's not cheesy and hoaxy and and like the music isn't doing stuff. Um, So that's, that's, that's my suggestion for Together Together for you. I think it's a great offering from Sunday. It's something a little different that we're getting from the festival. And I like that. So I think you should enjoy it. Again, we don't know when this is being released, but if you're listening to it, as the critic said, then it is out there for you to see. Do you need to get out of your house to see it? I say this, this for this one. If you need to get out of your house, I don't think you'll be disappointed in this. It will work probably better at home. Yeah, so you heard that there, everybody. And note, even for people who might not, you know, be all the way with it, they will be able to tolerate together, together. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.